For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Ali Berhangi, an associate professor in the Department of Hydrology and Atmospheric Sciences at the University of Arizona. Welcome, Ali. Thank you. You've been using measurements from satellites in orbit to test the accuracy of rain gauges on the ground, which sounds like quite a trick. What is it about the rain gauges that you're worried about? It's interesting to know that uh, most of the uh, traditional studies use rain gauges as in-situ measurements or as a ground truth. So they try to compare satellite data with uh, in-situ data or rain gauges to you know, assess them. The interesting thing is uh, we have a lot of uncertainty in rain gauges themselves, and they have lots of errors that are usually underappreciated. Uh, what kind of errors do you get from a rain gauge? It would seem like that should be the most accurate thing you have. The rain gauges by their name are for basically designed for measuring rain, and they are used in high latitudes to measure snowfall. They are not designed for snowfall. This is the main problem, and we have tons of different issues with snowfall. One of the challenges that we have is snowfall undercatch that is significant because of the wind in high latitudes and snow particles that are different from rainfall. Also, we have a lot of sparseness in rain gauges. Uh, we don't have enough representation of, uh, you know, basically there are point measurements and we don't have enough of them to measure the snowfall accurately. How have people corrected for this undercatch or is it typically just ignored? Yeah, there are different methods uh, to do that. Uh, they are mostly empirical. Uh, there are two famous methods that I compared them or assess them carefully. And these are basically methods that uh, try to adjust snowfall undercatch uh, using variables like wind and temperature. Interestingly, they are very different from each other. I compared two of them and they are off by more than 50%. That means that you have a significant uncertainty in correcting rain gauges that translated to rain gauge error or uncertainties. The spacecraft mission whose data you've been using is called GRACE. Could you explain a little bit about how GRACE works? GRACE it stands for Gravity Recovery and Climate Experiment. It's a joint mission of NASA and the German Aerospace Center. Uh, the way it works basically is there are two satellites that they follow each other. Uh, they are sensitive to gravity change. And if there is an anomaly somewhere, then one satellite can be pulled toward that, and the other one rec records that they are distance are much larger than before and use that relationship to kind of understand the changes in mass. That one, it can be used in our case to measure the changes in um, mass of snow, which is translated to amount of a snowfall that accumulated over time over the region. And that's exactly how we can use GRACE for our purpose. What was it that you learned from this experiment? What were the results? The results show that GRACE is a very valuable instrument to give us insight about which undercatch method is more accurate. We specifically use two methods for undercatch. One is called Fuchs method, the other one called Leggett method. And these two methods are 50% off, as I mentioned. Uh, these uh, underestimations are causing a lot of uncertainties in our global estimate of snowfall, for example and GRACE can tell us which undercatch method is working better. This is for the first time that we use satellite data or satellite information to assess in-situ data 
often this has been the other way around. Basically, Grace can tell us with fairly good accuracy which correction method is better. What's the next step? The next step is basically looking at other instruments that can provide us with complementary information. Uh, one of one of the uh, other instruments that I want to assess carefully is CloudSat. Also, another one is using uh, SUI products. That means snow water equivalent product, and that is measured by another sensor. And we also have sensors like Global Precipitation Measurement Mission, GPM sensors, that we can use also for comparison. So we have a bunch of different sensors in the space that we can assess our retrievals or assess our snowfall accumulation. So I want to use all of those. All right. Thank you for coming in, Ali. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.